0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Good morning. <laughs> it's one fifty-four. Oh, well, I just woke up. Good morning, everyone. Hey, babe. How are you? Hey, I'm so so good. I'm just eating this bowl of cherries, but I can't find one that's not rotten. Dusty cherries. No, those aren't rotten.
0: Even if they're a bit rotten, it's fine. No. Yeah.
1: Oh, I found a good one. Okay. All right.
0: How are you, Annabelle? Cherry.
1: It's cherry as.
0: Let's eat these cherries for everybody.
1: We got a lot of comments about our Mm. eating and drinking on the show.
0: I'm just having an iced coffee. Yeah? Mm. Okay. I'm having a nice big glass of whiskey. Someone said to me. <laughs> yeah. Someone said to me the other day, I could really live without the chat at the beginning of your podcast. I'm like, <laughs> the whole thing is chat at the beginning, bitch. <laughs> Take a seat.
1: Um, what What do they recommend we start with then?
0: I don't know. I'd write into I it. I don't care either. This is my fucking show. And if I comment makes no sense. You know what that comment makes no sense. Okay. So just some announcements I'd like to make from the desk of Annabelle Jones okay. is that Juneteenth has now been. Is this world
1: news? This is Or community it's news. Annabelle World News. Annabelle World News. <laughs> the world according to Annabelle. Is my new book.
0: Yes. <laughs> Juneteenth, you Juneteenth has been declared a federal holiday. Very pleased to hear it. Was also confused as to why it wasn't already, but we keep it moving. Okay. We're healing. Can we explain to everyone who may not know what Juneteenth is? If you don't know what Juneteenth is, it's the day that slaves were emancipated in Northern America. Wonderful. So now it's a holiday, and we wish all of our black friends a restful, joyful, peaceful, magical Juneteenth. Yes, we do. Which is in... Two days. Okay. Um, What other news have we got? Something that really caught my eye this week, spicy, was Billie Eilish put out a video. Okay. How is this news? It is to me. Annabelle news. So Billie Eilish put out a video where she was frolicking and romping with some girlies. All different friends. Okay. Romping around. I think they were like being a bit touchy-feely. And the internet just, I say the internet. That one corner of the internet that I loathe and despise jumped on her and started saying, Oh, this must not, this best not be queer baiting. So they were like, What is queer baiting? It's when you kind of imply that there's like same sex vibes going on or a same sex relationship, but there isn't.
1: And you're straight.
0: And you're straight. And so. They were basically saying that she was maybe doing that.
1: I'm confused. I know it just really annoys me. It's so me. confusing.
0: And then I saw this comment. <laughs> Why? I saw this comment that said, um, "Oh, she must not be queer baiting." And if this had this better be a come out. This better be her coming out. Or if she doesn't come out after this, then she's cancelled or whatever. And it's like, okay, literally, it's none of your fucking business. And if she never wants to come out, it's none of your business. If she loves girls and she put a thing saying, like, I love women or whatever, like, if she wants to fuck around with girls, let her fuck around with girls. It's none of your business. She's not your child. You don't get to tell her what to do. The world has lost its mind. And the other thing I think about that, about the queer baiting thing, which really bothers me, it happened to a friend of mine a really long time ago. He posted, like, some racy pic on his Instagram of him, like, spanking another guy who was in a G-string. And they're both male models and everyone jumped on him and i just thought to myself like if this guy is starting to experiment with his sexuality and thinking about coming out and this is what he's met with
1: Mm.
0: get your pussies on straight Mm -hmm. ladies like wow that's enough to make somebody want to stay deeply embedded in the closet yeah there's this black and white narrative of like how it has to be Mm -hmm. and it's always the same fucking people doing it it's the people who yeah
1: according to who
0: don't don't gender me don't identify me but they are so quick to make sure that everyone else is identifying themselves and being very clear and very binary about "Well, well what do you stand for what are you tell us what you are get a life guys Get a life. Anyways, that got me really heated. Um, What else? Also, Billie Eilish has an older boyfriend.
1: Good for her.
0: He's 29. So I said, Billie Eilish steps out with her boyfriend, Matthew Tyler Voss, for a romantic V.I. trip to Disneyland. Um, And as I said, I also like to take children there. so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's the breaking news. Really? That's all you got? Billie Eilish has got an old boyfriend. That was a
1: dry week in the
0: news. She's queer baiting. Well, it's only dry because actually, what I've been doing this week is watching Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah,
1: you haven't had time to keep up with the real news, okay? Because you have been in
0: Middle Earth. Oh no, there was. A, uh, I watched this one thing. Is a new cult dropped? A new cult. Uh, yes. Yeah. What would that be? It's called the Garden. The Garden. Yeah, it's a cult of young people in Nashville, who. Similar to what we were just saying about Billy, went, found some like free land, they all moved in there together, yeah. building their little settlements. Whatever, whatever. Everyone started calling them a cult on TikTok. People were sending child protective services around there. Are they minors? People were no. People were sending um, the police around there. Animal protective services. Everyone was all in a tizzy because they killed some cats. Because in okay, that's not cool. Okay, in this area in the countryside are wild cats and they were killing the wild cats were killing their ducks and geese and chickens mm. so that's considered vermin i know that you like cats and everything but that's, the cats are considered vermin yeah in that context and in that in that place yeah okay. if you're in the countryside
1: and there's wild cats there's that are wild cats
0: that are killing your, livestock. your you livestock you can kill them like even where i'm from the farmer has explicitly said to us in england if your dog comes onto my land and disturbs my cows i have the right to shoot it and wow. i will so it's All right, not... so they were killing some cats. And there's this one really creepy girl who's just like definitely weird and loves the attention. She's like, yeah, I skinned the cat. And she will like, wears it as a hat. Okay, that is... She likes is... animal <laughs> <laughs> so That's so funny. I don't think it is. I think it's so interesting that people have like... You'll eat a cow. Why wouldn't you eat a cat? I know. It's, 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 it's so weird. A, I know. It's a
1: fascinating... Um, social we've been molded into feeling this way you'll eat a pig but you but eating a dog is whoa yeah my cat is my family member and you know i'm grieving (laughs) her two months later to the point that i can't even get out of bed and yet i eat a hamburger
0: yeah and if someone kills a cat it's like whoa like son you know i
1: know it's It's so interesting contradictory
0: also pigs are like uh the closest animal to a human isn't it, apart from an ape People eat them willy-nilly. I know. Will's begging me to get a pet pig. Okay. I...
1: Where? In this imaginary <laughs> farm that we have, apparently. He wants to get a baby pig as a pet because they're great pets. You know what? My my accountant has a, a pig. And every time I go over there to do my taxes, this pig is in the room <laughs> just laying on my feet. He's huge now. He's like... Yeah.
0: Huge. That's the thing. People buy these little piggies. 200-pound pig. That are told they're teacup piggies, and then they turn into bacon piggies. Yes. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that, that
1: argument's very interesting. I know, I know, but... I'm glad that you're sane about
0: it. I was expecting that to get you triggered. I got my other friend triggered. Are you trying to trigger me? That's all she does. All, all this whole her. show. She just tries to... So anyway, there's a new call, Billie Eilish thing, Juneteenth thing. That's the most important. And you've been, and I've been in Lord the Shire. Since I last saw you, you guys, I only just watched Lord of the Rings.
1: Thank you for coming back to reality to do our podcast. So you can go straight back to Middle Earth when we're done.
0: No, there's nothing left to watch. I've oh, you're everything. done. Well, I now you watched... have to start with the Hobbit. Everyone told me not to watch it. Why? They said it was shit. Well, read the book first. No, I'm not reading the book. It took me ten years. I'm a very slow <laughs> reader. i'm reading the fucking book? So that was your first time seeing it? And I watched the extended cuts. Okay, good. So each one was about four hours long, and I had to do it in stints. So it's taken me a whole week. Wow. And I loved it. It was your first time. Guess who my favorite character was. I I still can't believe it was your
1: first time. I can't get over this. Yeah. How did you, how were you alive on this planet the last 15 years without seeing that?
0: A lot of cognitive dissonance in me around things that other people like. Oh, it's and, one of those I'm things. i like, yeah, fuck it. I don't
1: want like I do that same thing. Yeah. If something so if something starts trending, I want to be as far away from it as I can. It's
0: overexposure. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, you've talked to me about this so much, yeah. and I've seen it everywhere I go that I've...
1: Sick of it already. Sick of
0: it. Yeah. I don't know what it is, <laughs> I but I don't it. like
1: it. <laughs> okay, good. So you gave yourself some distance. I gave myself 20 years space. You gave yourself 20 years. <laughs> And who was what your show? favorite character? I liked Schmiegel and Golem. Yeah, Schmiegel, Schmeagel. Schmeagel. Whatever—it's Whatever. your own personal take on it. Schmeagle.
0: Oh, I loved him. I thought he was He's so cute. sweet. And even when he was bad, I liked him. I know, just adorable. But you're like a little evil okay. cutie.
1: You're an evil cutie. It's that Gemini in me. When that—which we've been talking about—you've been battling your little inner cutie. That's the little demonic one. <laughs> this last couple weeks through your grief. You know what I'm talking about.
0: You <coughs> 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 just want go. Okay. No
1: wonder Smeagol no, was your favorite no, I, character. I know.
0: I really identified with him especially because uh, the <coughs> last two weeks I've definitely had a little bit of a golem situation. Exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. I love that you called my toxic side my inner cutie. That's what it needs to be because then it doesn't seem so scary Okay, to me. okay. <laughs> like we should definitely call our toxic sides our little cuties <laughs> yeah here she comes it makes it way less scary yeah yeah because it
1: came out strong in me in the last and you can't time. judge yourself for having an inner cutie yeah you can and i do
0: <laughs> it was so weird i think the last i kind of figured it out now and i'm back in a centered place but for, for the last three or four weeks I've really been struggling to rest and I felt myself wanting to click into old habits mm. from before the crash that I think it's literally just a natural thing. When you learn a different way of being and living, which I have since then, yeah. there's always going to be that little, the, in, the, the cutie is there yeah, and she's like, hey, Annabelle, remember this thing? Exactly. Remember how you loved this And then you get afraid because you feel like
1: the new me isn't going to stick because I'm going to be dragged back into my old ways, but it's not that. Exactly.
0: And have I lost it? Mm -hmm. And oh my God, you know, the whole thing. So I'm doing that and I'm freaking out. My mind was so busy for like three weeks. It was just, I really understand now what people mean when they say they have noise in their heads and when people need to take medicine to clear the noise away because it's really overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. And I would have loved, if I wasn't who I am and didn't do things the way I am, some medicine. (laughs) Just to, like, quiet the voices. Yeah. And what it made me do was I stopped resting. So I was busying myself, Mm -hmm. trying to keep my mind and body engaged in something. I found myself physically trying to exhaust myself in order to rest rather than just making the choice to rest
1: with like the classes you were talking about that
0: you've been i mean i love my classes so those but then on top of that i'm going for runs i'm going for walks i have to do the it's like okay just making these to-do lists in my head which none of the things i have maybe a handful of things are absolutely essential things i have to do Mm. the rest is just bullshit i'm telling myself i have to do it's not real And but it's feels good to pressure myself and see you're a piece of shit, Annabelle. You're not doing your to do list. Mm -hmm. You don't deserve to rest because you didn't do one through ten. Oh wow, you just made me see.
1: You just made that just popped into perspective for me. Yeah, so Mm. that's why we tend to have keep to do lists that are way too many things. There's no way you could achieve these. 20 things in a day, and then you have the perfect excuse to beat yourself up.
0: Oh my god, completely. And so I was doing that. Whittle that down to the two that you actually have to do. That you can get done. You know, it's and it's and
1: then you can feel.
0: So I've been doing that, and I can't remember if I said that. I think I said this to you last week in private. And it's you remember before the crash, I was very busy all the time, I had like four or five jobs. and i was going from job to job i was working 7 days a week i was getting up and recording at 7 in the morning and you know it was just yeah psycho shit and at the time i was like wow congratulations me i'm very busy and mm-hmm. successful and i'm so stressed out so that must mean i'm doing really well mm-hmm. you know and that whole thing that I think we tell ourselves mm-hmm. I actually think there's a bit on Seinfeld about that where like George kissed do you watch Seinfeld no oh god I actually think you'd like it it's funny well what come on I have to watch Gossip Girl I have to watch
1: Seinfeld now you're giving there's me really so many, many homework way. assignments do you what remember in the beginning begin? do you remember in the beginning of this podcast back in October I was giving you homework assignments yeah, but and now the tables have flipped. have
0: flipped you've never seen Gilmore Girls you no. haven't watched Seinfeld no. you haven't watched Gossip Girl no. did you watch The O.C. no <sighs> I'm triggered to fuck right now.
1: How are we even friends? But when Lord of the Rings came out, I did lock myself in my room and watch it for six months.
0: Okay, look back on track. I this is we have to Those talk are the about kinds this of Things I spend very, my time on. We All right. need to discuss this anyway. Seinfeld there's, Seinfeld, Seinfeld, there's a bit about George Costanza like. I've got this new thing that I do where I just, oh, I'm just stress all the time, oh, just look stressed and mean, and then everyone thinks I'm really successful. Yeah.
1: I always look annoyed.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: when you look annoyed all the time, people think that you're busy. <laughs> think about it. Yikes, that's actually not a joke because people die early by
0: doing that, and that's the American way. Not cute. It's worse in Japan though. It's not a cute look for anyone and it is coming from this place and this is what my therapist said to me he said oh annabelle because i was doing all my bad habits whatever he said you know you can go and get a job tomorrow you can do your to-do list you can be busy from dawn until dusk he said but i've got to tell you none of that stuff makes you valuable however much you want it to and i Loved that. I'm only valuable if I'm releasing music. I'm only valuable if I'm earning money. I'm only valuable if I'm verified busy. on Instagram. I'm only exactly all of those things. And it's so oh, fucking crap. toxic. Yeah, it it's really. It's so is. toxic. And it's it's a distinctly American, I think, culture. I know mm. that we do it to ourselves naturally. But I think in America, and that's where it's got, where it's been a breeding ground for me of that, Mm -hmm. where it's like really been able to run, I've been able to run away with it because... It's this like American exceptionalism where we're busy, we're the best, we're working all the time. This is American dream. I'm earning money. I'm, you know, it's this whole thing, and it's like productivity, productivity, productivity. Mm-hmm. It's like people are trying to be productive even when they're like resting. Yeah. People sit and watch TV, but they're also scrolling on yeah, their phone, Yeah, they're triple and tasking, their- so
1: they're not really in present time and they're not doing a good job at anything. So,
0: one of the things that Ryan and I were bad at together was that is he was really trying to cure himself of that because it was something that was deeply embedded in him that he hated, that brought him no peace. And I have those tendencies, so I wanted to do it more.
1: And he
0: kind of, I was able to bring it down in him, but then watching him amped it up in me. Mm. And there was this constant seesaw between us of like, we should be resting. No, we should be working constantly. No, but maybe we should rest. Is that okay? No, like, <laughs> it's just... I know. And you know I'm
1: trying to cure myself I of know. that right now too. And you're helping me. Before COVID hit, my life was a nightmare, living nightmare in that way. And COVID changed everything. And mm-hmm. now I slowly but surely feel myself getting drugged back into it. And I'm having to make some major... yeah. Stands for myself, which are uncomfortable because it's putting in boundaries. Yeah, with and yourself. that's very uncomfortable for me, and I think a lot of people. So that's what your last couple of weeks have.
0: Yeah, and then what happens then is I don't rest, so I'm getting into that little psycho headspace. I think so often about what
1: you've said. It helped me a lot when you said okay, this well, it's about like when you say it to me. Yeah, about. Noticing when you feel manic. Yes. You have no idea how many times in a day I check myself on
0: that mm-hmm.
1: and I go, you feel that manic energy. That's what mm-hmm. Annabelle mentioned. Because you said this manic does not mean that you're running around screaming. You could be silent all day and still be manic. Yeah. But to me, I always thought that it meant you were loud and no. eesh, messy. But it doesn't mean that. So, it can be, uh, been, you
0: can look, it's like a duck. You're just gliding along, but underneath the feet are going, going, going. And it's it's, it's a really tricky thing to battle and in And those
1: chemicals pulsing mm. through your body Stress, actually adrenaline. makes you sick and leads to early death. Mm-hmm. It does. It leads, it leads to illness. It leads to a weak heart. It leads to all kinds of problems. It lowers your
0: immune system. It lowers your immune
1: system. And the reason I mentioned Japan in all this is because I, I have heard – statistics of Japanese men dying really early of heart attacks because their culture is the same as America where they productivity you got to show 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 drive the car get the house have the job yeah
0: provide it's corporate yeah provide provide (sighs) it's exhausting um it really is it's it's really exhausting and it's that thing I think actually now I'm remembering this conversation it's when you, when that feeling starts to come of you are no longer the master of your tasks. They are the master of you. So Lord of the Rings really fucking spoke to me, you guys. So tell us
1: what messages <laughs> you got
0: from it because there's many powerful messages in that um, film. I, I loved all the different worlds and everything. But for me, just the way they spoke about grief. Um, Which was How? How do you pick up the threads of an old life? How do you go on when in your heart you begin to understand there is no going back? There are some things that time cannot mend. Some hurts that go too deep that have taken hold. I was just like, Mm. my heart. I felt very attacked by that. (laughs) And all of the grief stuff, grief symbolism was really great. Oh my God. At the end, you know, at the end, when they come back to the Shire yeah, and they're sitting in the tavern yeah, and they're staring at each other. Yeah, my friend. Oh, I'm gonna cry right I now. I know. <laughs> my friend goes, and because they they don't know how to be because they've seen all this shit and yeah. done this thing, and no one around can't them put knows. In your words, and, right, and you, yeah, you're re-entering like, society. My friend goes, "Oh my god, that's us!" And like, we all just started like crying, Aww. laughing. Mm. So that was, I think, probably you're right. I hadn't really thought about how that was probably um, <laughs> feeling like a little bit relevant to me. Because aside from the not resting thing, there's also the other little things. Like for the first time, my mind was so busy that I was like, I need a fucking drink. That's new. Yeah. It scared me a little bit. Did you have the drink? No. I was like, I'm absolutely not having a drink. Mm-hmm. It's not, that's not a crazy way to feel. We, I think anyone who drinks, who doesn't have like a drinking problem feels yeah. like, God, you know what? it's been a long day. I would love I a glass mind. of wine yeah, exactly. or whatever. Because it does take the edge off. It does. I don't care what anyone says. Mm. It just slightly takes the edge off. Warms things up. Yeah, even like when you have a headache, and a really bad headache, and you take a Tylenol, and it doesn't get rid of the headache, but it just makes it bearable. Mm. It was a bit like that. And then I found myself wanting to text some people. Really? <laughs> it was. Wow, this really was Gollum. <laughs> yeah, Gollum. No, it really was. It was a whole thing in my head. And I was on this walk. It was after we recorded, by the way. Mm. This is where it came to a head for me. Because I watched you struggling that day. Because you remember you left. Oh my God, I had a had meltdown done. last week. Like, I
1: honestly, I did. I had a meltdown yeah. last week. I'm sorry for that, Annabelle. No, why are you sorry? Because I, I,
0: I just... Didn't I? No, I, it was that when I was leaving your house. When you were leaving, you started crying and you were like, why am I crying? And we had a cuddle and a little chat. Yeah. And I realized on my walk when I was taking stock of the day and I was just, you know, decompressing. And then I realized, okay, I'm not decompressing anymore. My mind is babbling. Okay, it won't stop. Wait, it's been doing this for weeks. Fuck. And then... That's when I was like, oh, my God, this noise has been here for weeks, Mm -hmm. and I can't handle this, and I'm tired, and I
1: need a drink. And isn't it scary how that noise becomes normal to us, and then it's not even detectable anymore? Yeah,
0: and I didn't like that because in the quiet of the last, you know, seven months-ish, I've been noticing things. So to to me, the fact that I had come into a place and I hadn't noticed it was a bad sign. Mm -hmm. And on the way home, I wanted my gin and tonic. And then I was like, I'm going to text this guy, you know who. Uh huh. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep um, my mouth shut. And I just was like, no. Why? why so are you it was doing like this? it was old coping mechanisms. Oh my God, completely. I wanted the comfort of the discomfort of my old life. That you life. knew. That you knew.
1: Because that at least was something that you knew. Exactly. As opposed to the unknown future. I didn't know
0: anything about the future. I don't know anything about the future. I don't know where I'm living. I don't know what I'm doing. Everything's too noisy in my head. But what I do know is how that thing feels. Mm -hmm. So I want to go there. And...
1: God, everyone can relate to that.
0: It was such a relief to realize that that's what had been going on. And it kind of freed me of it. And it took me a few days to wind myself down yeah. from the place I'd got myself into, but me I too. It took
1: me a few days to wind, wind myself from down. From your yeah. experience, yeah. it did. But then I had a good breakthrough and came out the other side. But that ooh.
0: yeah, and when you get yourself into that place where you're no longer the master of your tasks, it's and you don't even realize it's happened. Mm-hmm. It's like. We're sleepwalking now. Yeah,
1: it's a living hell. It becomes really hellish.
0: And I I just don't want to live like that. You know, I haven't gone through this experience and and taken the lessons and the losses and been given the gifts from it that I have to go back on myself and go into an old mode that wasn't serving me that we were trying to break away from. Mm -hmm. And it it gave me a lot to think about as far as who do you want to be, Annabelle? Mm. What is the life that you want? You don't need to know specifics, but the one thing I know is that I don't want to be wrapped up in those things I was wrapped up in before and the coping mechanisms and the people and all of that because this new life and this new path that I've been on is, in spite of everything, the calmest, most peaceful, most powerful and strong I have ever felt in my life. And I can't have that and my old habits. I have to learn a new way of doing things, a new way to be busy, a new way to be productive, a new way to be valuable. My value isn't in any of those things. So my focus is bringing everything that I've learned to the table to share all of this stuff that I'm learning and seeing and experiencing, whether it's coping with grief or mental health stuff or spiritual stuff that I've been doing, that's where my value is.
1: We have the exact same weeks, even if we're not together. (laughs) That's exactly what I went through. And it's also the message of Lord of the Rings. It's stepping into the new way and Mm -hmm. leaving the past behind Mm -hmm. and rising up to meet your highest self. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's all about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That fucking ring. And being
1: tested by so many things from the past that just wanna pull you back and just drag you down and keep you there.
0: And you just won't let it. No, I'm not gonna fucking let it.
1: Even if you're one step away from death and crawling on your hands and knees, you won't let it.
0: No, exactly. And that's how I feel. I will fucking crawl if I have to. Me too. To get away from that. And this week I I crawled
1: to get away from it. And I'm back on my feet and I think that you seem like you are too. So, okay. We could be down on our knees tomorrow again. That's how life works. Yeah. But you never, ever give in. That's life. That's what all the people say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite songs. I love the way he says, Riding high in April, shut down in, in May. May. <laughs> <laughs> yes, King. That is the truth. Yes, old <laughs> <all> blue eyes. <laughs> I sing it to myself all the time remember even he said that even he even he was shot down in may fellow sagittarius well
1: you're on one epic i'm on another it's taken me two years to get through the harry potter series better than 20 (laughs) (laughs) tell me what
0: you're learning from hp you know i'm a big fan i'm on book
1: six nobody tell me what happens i will be very angry at you i have no idea how it ends and sometimes, you know, these these
0: apparently... I'm feeling itchy now you've said that. <laughs> what does that mean? Because I'm just like, she doesn't know how it ends mine. Or am I going to say something? I want to ruin it. Don't. My, my little cutie wants to tell you. Don't, little cutie. <laughs> Stay in the shadows, little cutie. <laughs> you know,
1: these books apparently were written for children.
0: No, they were But
1: let's be honest. It's something jumped out at me from Harry Potter last night that I thought was extraordinary. As it relates to me and the high control group that I recently left. And it goes like this. It's, Gand- it's Gandalf. That's <laughs> in Lord of the Rings. Same it's, it's, it's Same yeah. It's Dumbledore talking to Harry. And he's saying... Voldemort singled you out as the person who would be the most dangerous to him. And in doing so, he made you the person who would be most dangerous to him. Harry, don't you see? Voldemort himself created his worst enemy, just as tyrants everywhere do. Have you any idea how much tyrants fear the people they oppress? All of them realize that one day amongst their many victims, there is sure to be one who rises against them and strikes back. Voldemort is no different. Always, he was on the lookout for the one who would challenge him. He heard the prophecy and he leapt into action. With the result that he not only handpicked the most likely to finish him, he handed him uniquely deadly weapons. And I and the stopped in my tracks as I was reading, and I just thought that is so true of any oppressor. Mm-hmm. Fascinating.
0: You know, not to sound spiteful, but... There is a specific type of pleasure for me in watching people sort of hang themselves with their own rope. (laughs) You know, it's sort of It's quite amazing, isn't it? It's like... When you're on the righteous path, you really have to do very little. Yeah. When you're in the truth... You don't don't have to work for for it. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to really lift a finger. No. Because they will
1: fuck themselves. Yeah. All on their own.
0: Yeah. And
1: it's really interesting. uh, You and I, in talking about this thing that I've gone through, we've never mentioned any names. Mm. But certain people have started to lose their mind. Yeah. Thinking that I'm referring to them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If the shoe fits, honey.
1: (laughs) I mean, what can I say? All I'm doing is speaking the truth from my experience. That is my right. That is what I stand for.
0: Yeah. Don't trip on your own trotters. Exactly. Speaking of
1: pigs. Really interesting. So... Yeah, that's been quite actually very funny to, to watch.
0: Isn't it beautiful how those books, I think everyone can get something from them? Yeah. And that's what I love about those worlds is, is I'm such a, a fantasy realism whore. <laughs> like, it's my favorite type of anything. Why do you keep looking at my ear?
1: I'm looking at a few things. You I look, look really beautiful in this blue sweater. Aw, thanks. But so I'm just looking at the whole... Uh, okay. <laughs> At the whole package. And then you have all this dainty gold jewelry that's draping down. Your tits look really good. They're
0: really big right now.
1: Um, your pretty earrings, they're pearls. And then you have this sweet little bow in your hair that's poking out underneath. <laughs> and you have these little wispies. You just look really sweet. Your inner cutie's showing.
0: No, cutie's bad. I know cutie's bad, but.
1: <laughs> Cutie can be deceiving sometimes. You don't she know can. which one's poking out. She can. So, you just look really, Aww, really dainty you. and pretty. So, I was just, you know, I'm distracted okay, by the whole thank picture. You. I just going think on me
0: had something on me <laughs> <laughs> a little demon on my shoulder. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no speaking no.
1: of which, I almost got arrested on the beach the <gasps> other day. You'd be very proud. It wasn't table flipping, it was a very silent um, <gasps> protest. Protest that almost got me in deep How trouble. How did I know that
0: it was you <laughs> it not have been anything else. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was on the beach with Will because I too needed to rest. Yeah,
0: you needed to take a minute.
1: So we went to the beach. We took a picnic.
0: It That's was romantic. Did you diddle?
1: No, we never diddle. On I don't know why you always go there. Well, someone needs
0: to diddle. Well, listen, what we did when we got home, okay? Jesus. To be fair, a sandy diddle. Sounds romantic, but it's not the one. Will hates sand, so there's no way. I would go for a beachy diddle. (laughs) (laughs) But Will, no. Hates. Not a sand lover, right? Hates sand.
1: If Will gets a stain on him, he has to change his whole outfit. The day is canceled. It's no. Bit of a diva as our Will.
0: He's a, he's a bit high, high and I bet Everyone thinks that you're the diva. I bet because that's how it was with Ryan and I. Everyone thought I was the diva, and it's like, oh, you've got no these, idea. fucking men. You've got no and idea. No, I'm,
1: I'm I'm you know talking him down. It's okay. It's just sustain. Yeah. I'll get it out. Managing I'll, him. Yeah, I'll take <laughs> yeah. the insanity that goes on. Behind the scenes, so we get to the beach. We've we've got. I go out and I buy his, our, you know, his favorite beer. We crack a What's beer. What's his favorite beer? Uh, Peroni. Oh, cute. I like that. Is it cute? It's cute. I love Peroni. It's delicious. Our favorite beer. Crack two of them. Sitting there with our beers. And a police officer came and told you to get off the beach because you're having a beer. Two cops come up Ugh. behind us out of nowhere. Didn't see them coming. Didn't hear them coming. Although they were on those those sand bikes. Because you were drunk from all the Peronis. <laughs> and they walk up. How you doing? Good. How are you? Fine. Okay. Um, we're going to have to give you a ticket for the beers. There's no alcohol on this beach. I say, oh, um, we didn't know that. Yes. Well, there are signs. Uh, where? Over there. Okay, well, we won't do it again. No, there's a zero tolerance rule on Malibu Beach. We're going to have to give you a ticket. Um, how much is the ticket? It's only like 50 bucks. Well, that's a lot of money, sir. Mm. Silence. He's writing the ticket. I could have given him any name. He goes, do you have your ID? No, I don't. It's in the car. What's your name? (laughs) Me. Given my real name and address, <laughs> Will's like, "Are you totally idiotic? You could have given him. You could give him his- Annabelle's name and address. Of course, I should have given of them your Will name." Said that, you know, he secretly has it out for me. So he's writing me this ticket, taking his sweet time, and he goes, "I'm going to have to ask you to pour your beer out." It was a full beer. I had just opened it. I might have taken one sip. I take the beer and I start chugging it. Slowly, slowly chugging it because I figure as long as you're writing, I can chug because you haven't cited me yet. He said once I once I finish this ticket, I'm gonna ask you to pour the beer out. So you chug it like the fucking. So I took that my sweet ass time chugging <gasps> a full beer. Will is just looking at me like,
0: oh my
1: god! I bet doing? he had such a boner, over it. <laughs> he loved it. Yeah. Not only that, but everyone else on the beach loved it because so then the cop looks at me and he goes, this could turn into a misdemeanor real quick. And I didn't say anything. I just kept chugging the beer and I was making direct eye contact with him I don't know what comes over me sometimes.
0: (laughs) I I fucking (laughs) love when you're like this because sometimes I genuinely feel like we were born to the wrong dads. Like I feel like you should have been Davy Jones' kid and I should have been Can I just tell you how
1: obsessed I am with this story that Sally Field is scarred from your father? Okay, everyone, listen, this is why Annabelle says this because I'm listening to Sally Field's book right now. called In Pieces. There's a lot of reasons why I'm saying this but Uh, Continue. Sally Field could be your mom. And um, I'm listening to the audiobook, and she had this crazy run in with Annabelle's dad when she was a teenager acting on a television show. And she was shooting right next to the monkey soundstage. And Davey was just showing off in front of all the guys and said to Sally, I bet you give really good head. Uh-huh. And Sally had no idea what that meant. And all she could think to do was go, you betcha.
0: Listen, but
1: she's in her 70s now and she's totally scarred by it because she talks about him a lot in her book, okay? She
0: talks about him all the time. Hey, Sally, get over it. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, it's literally... Not a big deal. Like, calm down. I also okay. don't believe all women. I'm just saying I don't believe all okay, women. Okay, like you raped her. <laughs> I know. So why is she talking about her? Because she had a crush on him. Leave her alone. They, like, went out. By the way,
1: he has your face. What? Yeah, I know it's that. It's really, I Googled pictures of them together, and it looked like you and Sally Field. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to post it on our Instagram because I was blown away. Um, but though my dad's as did, if she didn't know what that meant. But my dad's a devil too. So I feel like it's like a. I just sorry. I actually laughed. She feel, didn't but, know what that meant. Oh, I stand by Sally. Lucy believes all women. I do not. <laughs> I don't believe half the shit you say. Okay, listen. My father's equally as devilish as your dad. Okay, so none of this. You and I are interchangeable with who we could have been born to.
0: The point is, is that I think I should have been Joe Walsh's daughter because I personally feel like I would be really famous. I would be like Paris Hilton or Nicole Richie. Is this
1: because you are annoyed with me because I have so many inside stories that I won't talk about? Because you about? have inside
0: stories, but also because you're just like, and mm, you're like so nice. <laughs> <laughs> just like be more of a cunt so that we can get famous. Because
1: I had some really crazy stories. This morning, that I was telling Annabelle, and she's so mad at me that I won't say them on the pod. But I
0: can't. Well, but like speaking of, <laughs> I mean, what of the rings? <coughs> I hate you. What? I just. But anyway, 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 you had your little.
1: You were a little cutie on the beach. So I was chugging in front of the cop, making eye God, contact with him. And I he got love so it mad. Like this. And then Will tries to chug his beer, and the He's other like, officer's like, Sir, I will arrest you. So he just put it down <laughs> really quick. Then the cops hand me my stupid ticket with my real name and address on it. You're so dumb. I'm so... I can't believe it. I just don't think of these things in the moment. Like, why am I so unassuming sometimes? Oh, I need to be more devious.
0: Oh, just not so stupid. It's not about (laughs) being devious. It's just like... Like, I need to think on my feet.
1: Anyway, they walk away. And then this girl comes over with two uh, white claws. And she goes... We just saw what happened. We're so sorry that you got your you got ticketed, but that was so badass that you chugged that beer. Everyone on the beach was like cheering behind you silently, and we wanted to give you two white claws. Okay. Oh, She's like everyone on the beach has alcohol. We're so sorry that you two got ticketed. Just like some prohibition
0: shit. Like why can't you have a beer in public? That's insane. So
1: strange. And I and the more I looked around, I I saw like girls pouring champagne in a tent. I saw people pouring vodka in, you know, big red cups under their blankets. I thought, Jesus, will
0: This is all these cops have to do? Yeah. They got nothing else to and do? There were four cops
1: on four different bikes and they had all stopped around our blanket. And then they all took off together down the beach. It was like insane.
0: <laughs> so that this was my... This is why my... people don't fuck with the police. <laughs> it's like, this is what... They, we, we're living in Los Angeles and this is what you're spending your time doing. I fucking love that. I love hearing about naughty things you've done because you're such a little princess and you act like you're so nice and good. I know that you're a demon like me. Otherwise, we wouldn't be friends. Exactly.
1: Our inner cuties are connected.
0: And then... Tell us more bad things you've done.
1: Okay. But then the end of this story is that all I wanted to go thank the girl that gave me the white claws, but all I had was this big bag of cherries and I said to Will, I'm gonna go give her, offer her some cherries, her and her family. And he was like, No, grandma.
0: Yeah. Who offers cherries? And also just like they were thanking you. But I said that's all I have to thank them with. No, but they were thanking you. I you know, Don't say, but- like, when someone sends you a thank you card, you don't send them a thank you card for the thank you card. I do. Don't do I'm that. Just you just said anyway, you I went over there, I
1: trotted over with my big bag of cherries, and I offered them to her whole family. And they all took a handful. Thank you very much.
0: Well, you've definitely got COVID-19 now.
1: <laughs> Speaking of definitely having COVID-19, didn't you go to the strip club the other night?
0: I believe the <laughs> said. I did. I went to the strip club the other night on June 15th alone. Happy June 15th. I decided to just really plunge in at the deep end <laughs> and went to a bar And a strip club. And um, yeah, definitely. If I was going to get COVID-19, it's going to be in about five to eight days from now. Yeah, because there's no masks anymore. There's no masks. And I wasn't wearing a mask. Because I'll tell you why. At the strip club, no one was wearing a mask. And I felt like if I wore a mask, I would be... Strange. Yeah. It was really interesting. It was a real interesting moment for me where I was like, I want to wear my mask right now. But if I wear my mask, I'm going to be, like, the freak wearing their mask. So I didn't. No. So I've been taking a lot of vitamin D and, like, other (laughs) things to try and get the Rona out, my system, if it's in there. But it was a great night. The strip club was fantastic. All the girls were very thick. I think that was, like, the job description was that they had to be, like, thick. Like, the Kardashians but thicker. Mm -hmm. And there was just bottoms everywhere. I saw some tits. And then I also... Because it was the opening night, it was like, it was like I was in the Great Gatsby. There was sparklers, people were coming out with bricks of money, so like a thousand dollar one bills. There was money flying down on me. I was walking Did you grab it? Money. No, you can't do that. I was walking Why can't you on, grab it? Because it's the girls. for the girls. It's that many. I would have grabbed it. Well then, Claire, you don't <laughs> The strip clubs very much. That's not the etiquette at the strip club. Okay. My drink had glowing things in it. And there was money everywhere. There was like money up my skirt, money in the loo, money on the floor, everywhere. It was amazing. The music was loud. The guy that was emceeing was wearing like a Viking hat. It was so fucking fun. I had so much fun.
1: Also, I mean, you are a pole dancer now, so were you checking out um, the ladies'
0: styles? I was with my people.
1: Yeah, um, you were. Were no, you checking girls, out their...
0: Yeah, I was. I was very impressed. I was checking out their shoes and their, their moves. outfits. There was this one girl that was, was dancing. Barely, I say dancing. She was sitting there on her side, right? And one of the things they'll do is they'll sit on their side like the little mermaid. And you do when you're pole dancing, you do this thing where you're like one bum muscle moves. So the butt just like wibbles. Really? So she's sitting there. Can you do there. that? Not from this position. I'm not that skilled yet. I can do it sitting down. <laughs> I can make my butt cheeks move one i like this. po. She's sitting down, right, in mermaid position, looking around like she's looking for a mate at the bar, and just going. And her one ass cheek is just moving, like, tapping her ass with her hand, just but just oh. like petting a dog. She's just all like looking around, like where's my sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, bitch, it's your first night back at work. You've been in a pandemic for a year, and this is the le- this is the <laughs> level of enthusiasm you're bringing to the strip club. So she didn't get any money, but the other girls were at work. And let me tell you, I showered them with all the You girls. spent a lot of yeah, money to do it. Yeah, um, it was really fun. No masks. I'm probably getting COVID. You're probably going to get COVID Thanks. from me. Love it. Surprise! God. You've got COVID. <laughs> Strip COVID. This is when we find out that you can contract COVID through someone's pussy. <laughs> what does
1: that even mean?
0: Because there's just a lot in my face. So that you didn't touch anything. The, they were being oh, touched. it's airborne though. So they were being... That's one of the things about this place I was very shocked by is that people were touching the dancers. No way. Yeah, and wobbling their bums and it seemed to be appropriate in this situation that we were in. I felt like I was in a rap video. I was one of maybe three white people and the other two were my friends. <laughs> so I, I felt very... Um, Stupid. <laughs> yeah, I felt really like, I'm just making this way less cool and sexy. I was wearing, like, pearl earrings oh my and a God. pearl necklace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bouncer let me in. Oh. The dress was short, maybe that's why. Yeah. So, I feel like a lot of the focus of this has been my inner demon. Yeah. And you really, you keep dodging... Any, Did you see
1: that chair move on its own?
0: It was your foot. No. <laughs> any chat about your inner demons, and I just don't appreciate it. You
1: want me to be more detailed. Juicy <laughs> celebrity stories is what you I want. I know,
0: because I don't have any. It's really boring. How You were the worst rock star daughter ever. I know. I was raised literally in the Shire. The place I'm from is called the Shire. <sighs> just tell everyone about when you snogged you are, I'm not. <laughs> I hear you.
1: I wish that I could divulge the many outrageously juicy things that I have seen and done along this journey of life. Um, however,
0: it's just a, such a waste, Lucy. It's, I'm just not going to tell you that I made out she, okay? She tongued And. No it was at a party and I'm just telling you guys this is private information don't tell anyone it's a secret but you should know that Lucy fucked (laughs) (laughs) she actually didn't that's just what I want to happen she didn't she didn't she did I fucked no I didn't fuck him I diddled with Pierce Brosnan's stunt double (laughs) I wouldn't be bragging about that It is so sad, that's it, that's all I've got.
1: I dated a stunt double for three years and I got him that job.
0: I want people to know, that's <laughs> my only... Why do you want people to know you've diddled? Because it's funny, people get a giggle from it. How funny is it is that, that I fucked Pierce Brosnan stunt double. Not even him. A man who looks a bit like him from the behind. <laughs> Ryan and I used to watch that one, you know, where it starts, where he jumps down the aqueduct. Yeah. Ryan would be like, oh, there's your man. Yeah. <laughs> he loved to tell people. Oh, oh I know. I I did fuck the son of another rock star. This are is you my seriously are yeah. doing this right now? Yeah, I fucked, um... Oh, what's his name? Who's that? Pink Floyd men's. Your man from Pink Floyd's son looked just like him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he was really fit. I really liked him. I Where went did to his house. No, I was going to say something I was like, that's mean. But, okay, this is salacious. This is... Se- if you don't like sexy chat, then tune out right now because I'm about to give a really detailed rundown of my...
1: Oh, my God.
0: Can I leave too? No. Ugh. It was the first time I've ever had sex with somebody where, without asking, they put their finger in my bum. <laughs> I think you're playing a prank on me. I don't think you're going to. No, put this I'm in actually podcast. not playing a prank. You can ask me anything you want, but isn't that amazing? Like, I went over to his house. I felt like Samantha Jones because I was like, oh, I'm going over to his house and have sex in the afternoon. <laughs> Oh oh, I'm in the Jens. <laughs> like, I like, pure felt like I really it's, like felt like I was doing something. I like, went over there and I'm like, ding, ding, let me in coming up. <laughs> I came up to his flat. The place was a mess. We had sex. He put his finger in my bum in without asking. middle of the afternoon? Fi- yeah. You never fuck in the day?
1: Of course I fuck
0: in the day. <laughs> she said fuck. <laughs> and we were doing it. And then all of a sudden, his finger was was in. He put the ring on. (laughs) I I got it. I got it. I'm confused right now. I feel scared. I feel angry. You're just staring at me angrily. Because I'm scared. Of what? You didn't fuck him. I did. I'm very confused. So what'd you do to him? Let him do it. That was it? You just lay there i am I never just... saw him again. <laughs> Not because of the bum.
1: Because of the messy apartment. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sex was great. Apartment was a mess. Never wanted to go back there again. Well, maybe you could, you know. No, have him sure.
1: over to your place next time. <laughs>
0: You're never going to tell us anything. No. Sex so, stuff like makes you angry, though. No, it doesn't. You told us that once. <laughs> you
1: said that you get yeah, angry. Talking right. about these things doesn't make me angry. It's just it doesn't sit right in me to talk about other people and share things that I know about them on an intimate level.
0: Hmm. Did you like Sex in the City program?
1: Yeah, I love it. And
0: that's what Carrie Bradshaw does. That's her job.
1: Just to talk about sex with her. Yeah, people.
0: did you like Carrie
1: Bradshaw? <laughs> Didn't necessarily identify with her character. Of course I'm Samantha. So here you are judging me. I'm not shaming. judging
0: you. Here you are slut-shaming me. I'm not slut-shaming you. And you're Samantha Jones. Yes. I was just her for an afternoon, but here you are.
1: I used to be Samantha Jones.
0: Here are, you now? Charlotte York.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm certainly not the... The lawyer, you're acting like it right now. (laughs) Listen, you want to talk about Rockstar Daughter being wasted. It's been wasted on you, not me, okay? You don't even know who people are. Show me a famous person. You wouldn't know a room of of
0: famous people if you were in it, okay? I wouldn't. If I was in a pit of famous people writhing around like snakes, I wouldn't know who any of them were. And you're talking to me. That's what I'm saying, is like, you know who they are, you can identify them, shag them, you don't. <laughs> like you never, you know, on the Daily Mail, and I'm trying to see you on there. Yeah, I get it, you know, but that's like trashy people.
1: Yeah, that's okay. I'm a bit of trash is good for you. <laughs> well, if you Google me, you'll see that I uh, have had a, a.
0: There's some trash. <laughs> a history
1: of um, some trashy stuff, but
0: you know what? At the end of the you day. You know what? At the end of the day, I think that you um, are a very private person. You're very dignified. You are very um, conscientious when it comes to your relationships. But ultimately, there's nothing you've done that you don't stand by. And that's probably what people should know is that it doesn't really matter because you stand by who you are. And everything you've ever done and said, I do stand by it. Yeah, good. Just making sure that's
1: there's there's no you know scary Ooh. things no. that can jump out of my closet. I don't I don't have anything to hide. But at the same time, I I like to uh, <laughs> keep my life separate from the
0: public eye. Lucy, listeners, let's just put this out there, okay? Here's my wish list for the universe of okay. celebs. To be friends with? No. To be naughty friends with. Naughty friends. Okay. Brad Pitt, number one. Okay. Wasn't interested when he was a young man, but now that he's old and slightly mentally ill and apparently an alcoholic, I like it a lot. Love it. Very interested. Totally your first type. I think he's the only one. Tragic. Well... You can't play this game because you're married. I can't play this game because you probably already fucked him. (laughs) Love you. Love you. (laughs) That's life. That's life. That's what
1: all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know
0: I'm gonna change that tune When I'm back on top, back on top in June